All right, and we are back again this week. This is episode 61. This is a continuation of Alex Uridel's interview I had with him last week, and I'm not going to hold this up anymore, so let's just get into it. This is episode 61, so let's crank those jams. back and that was uh alex's group uh texas funeral and that song was called needlework uh yeah that was a jammer yes look man shout out rick siegfried on the drums there dude i mean for a death metal drummer metal death metal metal drummer like i mean he is the dude all he wants to do is blast beats and fills oh yeah and the song's just filled with it (laughs) and yeah I don't know how many more riffs we could have thrown in that song. Probably about 25. <laughs> Can write four songs out of that one song. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I was highly influenced by Between the Buried and Me and the Black Dahlia Murder oh, at okay. that time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of tremming, just going fucking riff to riff and uh-huh. never looking back at that riff again. <laughs> you yeah. get it once. I'll play it four times in a row, and I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes right? I'll only play it once or twice, and then, <laughs> and then done. Never coming back to it again. <laughs> yeah. So, so how long, uh, I guess we're still in uh, a little uh, Texas funeral in the timeline here. <laughs> yeah, the fucking uh, timeline. <laughs> yeah, how long uh, did that go to then? Um, so, yeah, let's see. That all started in summer of 2005. And, um, you said you had taken a little break away from that. Yeah. Yeah. We started in 2005. We did those two shows. We started to do an EP. Everything fell apart and I just took a step back. Uh huh. I wanted to learn how to record cause I was sick of my recording sounding like shit. Was then that the end of Texas funeral or for then it was, oh, okay. yeah, very short. I mean, literally did for, everyone stopped playing or, um, you know, I think the other guys, I think... Tried to find another bassist or... I don't even think they tried to find another bassist. And I think yeah. the other guy that was playing guitar, the uh, um, the guy that was, uh, you know, brought in by his yeah. his buddy. Yeah. Um, he became a bass player. No, he no? just, he dipped out too. Oh, You know, okay. just without even really saying anything. You know, I think he was just like, this is a mess. Fuck yeah. this, you know. Yeah. And, um, so it was just the three of them left then? Yeah, or? and I think they they like wrote one song together. Yeah, but uh, you know, I hate to say it, but I think they ran into an issue where the vocals weren't getting done again. Okay, um, and so just nothing happened with it, and um, so yeah, I I took a year. I started to learn how to record myself and just learn to work with a click and and work with the the grid that yeah. you're recording on. Okay, because that shit can be your it, it's an absolute benefit when you're recording, and I just had no idea about any of that back yeah. then. You were just doing your your own solo stuff, um, technically, or, I, or I learning guess. how to do it. That's 
it's kind of what it was. I never thought yeah. of it like that back yeah. then. Yeah. But what I thought I was doing was, uh, you know, writing songs for the next band that I'm going to start. Oh, okay. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I'm going to hunt some people down mm-hmm. that I like, you yeah. know. So that's what I ended up doing. Dave for- Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Making shit. Foo Fighters before he became Foo Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I wrote I wrote three songs in my bedroom, like on Nuendo Four, and like using Guitar Rig Three as my my guitar rig plugin, you know, mm-hmm. and and it had a bass rig on it too, so I could record my bass. Mm-hmm. I was using Easy Drummer to program my drums. I I learned all about you know. Um, just teaching myself how to program drums at first i was terrible and and now i'm really fucking good at it (laughs) Uh, yeah and you know because you got to make it so it's like possible you can't be putting stuff to where it's like yo does this drummer got three arms or what (laughs) yeah right like so there's no way that would be (laughs) right yeah yeah. and and when you do shit like that it sounds funny and and people know like yeah these are obviously programmed (laughs) yeah yeah Um, (laughs) you did this on a computer kid yeah right yeah. yeah Right. Uh, I'm very good at it now, but back the, I'm sure those three songs, if I were to listen back to they probably sound like ass, those drums, you know? <laughs> oh, you were just learning. Though, just so. learning, yeah. And um, But I made them sound, the songs sound good enough where um, I ended up making a, a MySpace page with just like some random band name. I can't remember what it was called, uh-huh. um, but I just started adding everybody as a friend like just going nuts you know just trying to add as many people and as many bands as possible to try to get that out there a little bit i had the three instrumentals up there on the little player you know and i started vocal hunting you know i was like fuck everybody else i I don't need to worry about a band right now i need a solid vocalist that's gonna fucking do vocals you Mm -hmm. know like yeah so before i even find anybody i want them to record vocals on one song you yeah. know, just to get them to actually, I want them, I want to physically see them record a song right. and complete it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and that's what I wanted to see. So then I'm like, okay, he did that. You know, if I like it, that's great. And we can move forward, you know? <laughs> so I ended up finding a dude that I really liked. We moved forward. And then I ended up, uh, you know, the drummer from Numb in a Texas Funerals. He's always been a good friend of mine. Um, shout out Paul Wanke. Oh, yeah. Um and um, so I brought him back in to play drums for us. Um, we had no idea what we were going to call the band. And then um, I ended up bringing the guitar player, one of the two guitar players, um, back in. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I just didn't invite the other, the other gentleman to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> it is what it is. I wanted that spot on guitar. Yeah. So I was being fucking selfish. Hey. I wanted it. <laughs> hey, uh, it, it's your thing, dude. <laughs> I wrote the song, so I'm like, you yeah. know, Fuck it. You Dave know. Grohl. Yeah, dude. Um, so then, uh, you know, we ended up finding another bass player, brought him in. Boom. That's the second lineup with that that EP right there. Okay. And uh, we did that EP. We did another single. We did some light Weekend Warrior stuff, um, you know, basically just states around Illinois. You okay. Know, down to Peoria, you know, into Missouri, mm-hmm. Davenport, Iowa, you know. Um, Indiana, Michigan, a lot of Michigan, uh-huh. in, uh, Wisconsin, you know, just shit like that. And um, it was fun, but like, I really wanted to like start touring again. It's been long enough, you know, I got a, a huge taste of it in 2004. Yeah. And with numb. Yes. Yeah. And I just wanted it again so bad. And I just knew this lineup was not, uh, they were just not like 
touring people, you can kind of tell once you do it a little bit, like yeah. you can tell who needs like to be near their home right? and who like can be they, away from their home for fucking weeks at a time and it doesn't bother them, yeah. you know? And, and they back, can do the neighboring states, but if you're going beyond right, that, like yeah. wait a where they where they're like they're they're two hours away, you mm-hmm. know, maybe in Indiana or, or you know maybe three and a half hours away in Michigan. Yeah, but that's close enough to where if like their girl gets real real pissed, <laughs> they can be home in a few hours and settle that situation down. Yeah, and, or or maybe something else, you know, maybe it's a job, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying right. to beat anybody up. Oh, it yeah. is what it is. Right, right. Um, you know, I was with somebody back then too. That was a fucking major bitch. You know what I mean? And 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 I yeah. should have just told her to fuck off <laughs> the entire time. But uh, I'm a nice guy. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I just knew this wasn't the lineup that was going to be like I was going to be able to like set up a tour with. You yeah. Know? And right. like setting up a tour was something I've never done. You know, I I sat there right next to somebody that did it. You know. Mm. Um, so I just, I felt like I could handle it, but yeah. I didn't want to put in all this effort to get two nights in for people to be going home. Yeah. You know? yeah right, right. And that's what I was really worried about. Oh, and so in a sense, I was sort of bummed, you know, I never expressed this to anybody in the group. These were all just my own personal thoughts as we were moving along. Cause I thought we had a great band, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, I could tell somebody else with honestly, every other member, except for myself, had something else that would pull them away from this okay. from time to time. Yeah. You know, whether it be school, a girlfriend, a job, yeah. something like that. Uh-huh. And I was just kind of standing there going, fuck, again, you know? Were, were these uh, the guys that were all younger than you? Or, or? Um, no, these guys were all, you know, um, the vocalist was a year older than me. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it away, but the vocalist, the second vocalist, um, you know, the first vocalist was Anthony Wilja from Numb, mm-hmm. and, um, and and then a short stint in a Texas funeral. And then um, I brought in um, a, guy, a guy named Jeremy who um, ended up uh, taking off on me without telling me to join Dirge Within. Okay. Have you heard of that band, uh, Dirge Within? I, I, no. It, it doesn't fly okay. on my radar, but... They they popped off for a minute there, man. Okay. Um, and I was super bummed about it because I felt like I got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> um, there was literally a time where um, we, we had a show. This was very... I think it was January 08, and it was at the venue, which is uh, now the Forge. Mm-hmm. So it went from the Forge to the Tree to the Mojo's to yeah. the, the venue back okay. in 08. Uh-huh. And, um, oh, who the fuck were... I, I think we we're playing with like the burning down. Okay. The burning yeah. down, the dudes that were in 5.0. Uh-huh. Um, and man, shout out all those guys. Those guys <laughs> are another band that were just like yeah. so huge, but so kind to me and welcoming yeah. to me, dude. Yeah. And played yeah. shows with me and uh-huh. they were just awesome dudes i'm still <laughs> friends with the majority of those guys still yeah. today yeah um but anyways we played a show there and like no vocalist for loading you know no vocalist for you know set up before the first band goes you oh, know shit. everybody's there but him and i'm like oh shit you know i call him up and he's like dude i'm running late blah 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 i'm on my way no worries and i'm like okay <laughs> and, and you know he was already he had already joined dirge within at the time and the guitar player for Dirge Within is uh, a guy named Sean, and he was the guitar player for Soil. Mm-hmm. You remember Soil yeah, back in the yeah. day? Yeah, right. You know, so, you know, he's, uh, you know, fairly well known, you know what I mean, in the Chicago music scene. And, and 
when he grabbed up my vocalist, I'm like, dude, you know, like you've already had it cracking. You know what I mean? Like we're just getting it cracking. Why are you going to fuck this up on me? <laughs> um, I love all the guys. I'm, I don't hate nobody. It, yeah. This was all at the time. You yeah. Know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, it's all love. These no days. hard feeling. Yes. Cause yeah. I, I wouldn't have done a lot of the shit that I've done without that stuff happening anyways. Right, so I'm right. really glad yeah. about that. So, um, but yeah, just at the time, I'm like, fuck, dude, you've already had your fucking piece of the cake, <laughs> you know, like, let yeah, me get my man. slice, yeah. you know, but he was like, no, dude, there's, there's two slices there. I already had one and, and I'm taking the second <laughs> one too. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, uh, so, so I was already getting nervous. He was dipping out, the vocalist was dipping out a lot and, you know, he was putting his efforts into there and, you know. I felt like both bands were really good, dude. Like you, sh you know, like if you're gonna do both, hold down both. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I was nervous the fact that he wasn't there. So now the first band is playing, he's still not there. We're like the fourth out of like five bands to play. Oh boy. Second band is playing, he's still not there. You oh know. Boy. And now I'm like, you know, I'm calling Sweating. him, <laughs> calling him, and it's just ringing and ringing and ringing and going the voicemail. Oh Now shit. the third band's on, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going oh, on? Oh no. So now I'm calling him, and it's going straight to voicemail, straight oh, to voicemail. Fuck. And I repeat this process probably 30 fucking times, <laughs> right? Dude, up to the point where um, the, the third band is done and we're supposed to go up and, you know, start getting our, our shit's already up there and set up for the most part, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And I'm walking out like the front door of the venue, like freaking out. And I see uh, two good friends of mine, Brian from, uh, he was the vocalist of Contraption 7. Remember okay. Contraption yeah, 7? Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. sick as fuck dude, back <laughs> in the day. They had it going on. Um, and Brian is uh, an absolute wicked vocalist, dude. And, um, and his uh, girlfriend at the time, his, his now wife, Rose, um, she was in a band called Slave Drum. Do you remember Slave Drum? Uh, sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're good friends of mine, and they come walking in the door is like i'm walking out probably with like the like my face just white as a ghost i'm <laughs> assuming and they were like what is they were that? all happy to see me their faces were all bright and they're all chipper and i'm like you know my fucking eyebrows are probably raised and my eyes are wide yeah. you know like where is this motherfucker and they're like hey what's going on are you okay like, just <laughs> yeah. like that. and i'm like man our singer isn't here this motherfucker you know yeah and, uh, yeah and I'm just like, I'm sorry, you know, I'll see you guys soon. And I turn around and walk away and I just go back up to the stage and I, I turned on my amp. I did a quick little sound check, just not even with the sound guy, within myself, like as the bass drummer is doing, doom, doom, checking his drums. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. You know, we're just going to have to do this yeah. without, you know, yeah. and just throw down extra hard. I don't know yeah. what to fucking say <laughs> yeah. or what to do. I'm not going to back out now, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, um. And I turn around, and uh, Brian and Rosie are standing right in front of me, and I'm just like, fucking Brian's here. I wonder if Brian wants to scream. <laughs> yeah. So I lean over to Brian, and I'm like, dude, I need you to come up here. <laughs> and he's like, what? Like, his <laughs> eyes fucking all of a sudden get wide, and he's like, huh? And I'm like, dude, I know you only know some of the songs, but ju just freestyle it, man. Just, like, sing Contraption 7 lyrics, dude. Like, just... <laughs> please help me out. And he took off his sweatshirt, man. And he came up there and dude, to be honest, I'm not trying to beat anybody up, but yeah. he was way better than our vocalist. <laughs> and yes. Yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm, it is what it is. Again, I'm not trying to beat anybody up. It's no. just, dude, 
there were a lot of people that have never heard us before. And there were a lot of people that were there that, you know, knew some of our songs and everybody was like, your vocalist is fucking nuts. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, he's not even my vocalist, man. He's, I fucking got lucky and borrowed him tonight, you know. Um, thanks for coming to the yeah. show. And Get then, up here. And then other people that did, you know, know us were, were like, what the fuck was up with that? Like, where is dude? Like, yeah. why? That, it was awesome. That yeah. dude is awesome. Like, uh -huh. honestly, he should be your singer. But what happened? <laughs> you know, like, that was the other reaction, yeah. you know, I was getting. Um did he ever... And I'm not going to lie, I nagged him for a good week to join yeah. our band. Yeah. yeah. That um, uh, original dude ever... So I got with him the next morning, and he told me that he got a flat tire, his car pulled him off the road, and literally like minutes before that happened, at some point, his phone must have died. He knew his phone was real low, but he didn't notice it actually died. Oh, he doesn't wow. know when it died. He said it died sometime after I talked to you when I was on my way to the venue... And I noticed it was dead when my car got, when my tire went flat and it pulled me off the road and I grabbed my phone to call somebody and it was dead. And I was like, fuck, I'm fucked. And it's, dude, it's believable. But at the same time, with, just, <laughs> with everything that's going Is on, like, I, I hate to be that dude, you know, that's just like, you're fucking liar. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, running late to the right. show. Well, and it's like, you I'm know, another he, band. Like, he puts himself in slight danger, you know, so, so like maybe like, yeah, ease ease my being angry with them like oh well man he almost got real real hurt you know <laughs> like, like oh it's, it's all right man you know but yeah like half of me was like you know you're a fucking liar i you know you were yeah. probably at that other you know at practice with the other band yeah. you know what i yeah. mean that's what i would and, think and i'm the kind of dude that like man if that's the deal like he could have easily came up to me and told me right and i would right. hug him dude i would have yeah. thanked him for all of his efforts that he put into right. this group yeah and and it would don't have been say you're gonna come love. to the show then and yeah. don't worry I'll be there right it would have been nothing but love and and um and honestly like I could tell that it was like I'm not stupid you can tell when it's going that way and yeah. I kept telling him yeah. you know like a side of the band away from everybody else like dude if if something's going on if you're not happy here you know what I mean if this right. is like you know maybe you know, just being in both is too much. And yeah, you just yeah, want to yeah. do the one and you feel like you have a better chance than the other. You yeah. can tell me, dude. Right, right. And I'm going to be happy Don't for you. Don't strain us along, You're still going to be my brother. <laughs> I'm going to love you, man. And no, no, it's all good. Oh, yeah, shit. no, I got this, man. I fucking love a Texas man. funeral. And it was just all, I, I hate to say it, man. It was all pure bullshit yeah. for whatever reason he was... Yeah. scared to tears to fucking tell me yeah and that, i don't know that's why. even worse than than doing what you know because it's man. not like i was telling him if you fucking quit dude i'm gonna be fucking pissed right right <laughs> so right yeah, you were giving him that out yes because i could and he wasn't sense, taking it yes <laughs> i could sense it was coming you know yeah. so i just i didn't want him to feel you know trapped you know dude yeah. just tell me man i'm all good i'm like such an easy person to work with you know yeah. i feel like you know you can tell me anything dude i'm gonna fucking try to work it out or you know if you need to just go do your thing man yeah it's totally all good because i've had to do that myself you right. know when i when i don't necessarily want to you know right but um hence the first time i walked away from a texas funeral <laughs> you know yeah um yeah. but yeah so um we had a show the next day as well and he's like well i'm so sorry about that blah 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 
And I'm like, well, are you coming tonight? Yeah. And he's like, I will be there. <laughs> Your tire fix? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, dude. Let's see this tire. I, remember tell- <laughs> <laughs> I need to see this for myself. Come on, man. I remember telling Show him, me like, the tire. I can come pick you up. I can send Polly to come out and pick you up. Like, yeah. we can have a ride for you so you don't even have to drive. No, no, no worries, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so the show is in Lake Station, Indiana, right outside Valparaiso. Okay. We all go out there. It's a fucking goddamn repeat of the night before, dude. We go in there. We set up. No vocalist. You know, there was like eight bands to play that night. We were like, you know, fifth or sixth or seventh band to play or something like that. Yeah. And every single band that went on and this dude wasn't there. And I was like, oh, my God. You fucking motherfucker, dude. You're fucking playing games with me, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was (laughs) And I was so so aggravated, um, you know, that. You know, we, I was like, fuck it. Everybody was asking me where he's at in the band. And I'm like, fuck him. I I don't know. I don't fucking care. Fuck it. Yeah. Let's just have fun and play tonight, man. He's out. He's out after this. I was mad because I, like, shows is what I, that's like my release. I look forward to that shit. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, you know, last night. That's the stress relief, not the stress maker. (laughs) Yes. And last night, you know, I was stressed as fuck. Yeah. Now tonight it's happening again. Yeah. You know, and no matter how hard I'm trying, I'm trying not to be aggravated about it. And so we get set up to play, you know, and um, I don't know. I said something ignorant, you know, like okay. our singer's a pussy, <laughs> didn't show up. <laughs> so we're going to play all. some instrumentals yeah. for you. Yeah. And uh, and we started our set and we played that EP and a couple new songs. Okay. Um, the first, the Texas Funeral EP uh-huh. and a few uh, new songs that we had written. And um, we're like halfway through the first song in. And this gentleman by the name of James, I might mess up the last name, but James Linkowitz, I think Uh is his name. And he was the vocalist for The Analyst. I don't know if you've ever heard of The Analyst. Uh But they were from like that Valparaiso area in Indiana. Yeah. And they were super sick, man. Like big time. They've got an album out, you know, Search The Analyst. Okay. Uh, Um. Summoning the Wretched, I believe, is the name of their album. Okay. It is a killer metal album, man. And yeah. he is a super sick vocalist. And he felt really bad for us. I didn't know this at the time. He just walked right up and grabbed the mic and destroyed. Like, absolutely destroyed. Oh, yeah. Way better than our vocalist. And I was just so thankful. He stayed up there the whole set and Did just he like, no, uh, nope. no, nope, totally oh, wow. different vocals. Yeah. And, I, and honestly, that's when I realized, all right, not only am I kicking my vocalist out 100%, I knew that before James walked up on the stage, yeah. that this dude was fucking done. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, I've, I've fucking had it. <laughs> Uh, he like, made his done. own bed right there but, with that. Yeah. You know, with Brian the night before, yeah, and then James the next night, yeah, both like way killing what this. Uh, uh, that's when I realized like he's not even the right vocalist for this fucking group, anyways, because yeah. these two other guys, their vocals are making our songs sound heavier, yeah, than you know than <laughs> yeah, what okay, this other yeah. guy was doing, uh-huh. you know, and so. At one sense, I was really mad at him, and, and then, but then right away, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, this is what needs to happen anyway. This is going to make the band better, right, you know? Right, right, And then, um, so now we're without a vocalist, um, and and then my drummer hits me with, I, I have to quit because I'm moving to Boston for oh. college. And so <laughs> I was hurt, dude. I was really kicked yeah. while I was already down, and, you know... He was he's a really fucking good drummer, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck what am I what am I gonna do now? You know, <laughs> like shit. Yeah. Um 
but somebody, a friend mentioned to me, Rick Siegfried. You know that name? Yeah. He's like my best friend in the whole wide world. Was he, was he in Poison for Profit? Yes. Okay. Drummer for Poison for Profit. All right. Um, He's playing the drums on Needlework that we just listened to. Yep. And he's an absolute beast. Um, We were just like slightly good friends back then. Like we would only see each other at shows and stuff, but we would always chat for at least like a half an hour or so, you know, like, Uh um, but outside of music, we didn't know each other. And then I just hit him up one day. Somebody gave me his phone number. I hit him up and he said yes immediately. And I was like, dude, I've never had it like be that easy where, you know, I'm, I'm usually, I feel like I got to try to sell it with like a song or something, you (laughs) Uh know, let's show them what, what we're made of, you know, but I didn't even have to send him anything. I just told him I have a band called the Texas funeral and I need a really fucking good drummer, man. Mm -hmm. And he just literally said, yes. Good timing. When are we going to, when do you want to meet up? Yeah. And can I leave my drums there? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Can yeah. I leave my drums there? Yeah. But yeah, dude. And, and from there, we just started writing all new songs. Uh, we wrote Needlework. Uh, we wrote another one called The Ascension. Mm-hmm. Um, three other songs. I think we wrote a total of like five or six songs together. Yeah. Um, another friend told me, dude, there's this really brutal vocalist. This dude is like disgustingly brutal. You got to get him. And I'm like, okay, what's his name? His name's Nick Terrell. And I'm like, all right, well, like, do you know anything about him or whatever? (laughs) They're like, he's 16. And I'm like, what? (laughs) He's fucking 16. I'm 26 or 27, you know? Um, And I'm like, what the fuck? Are we even going to be able to get this kid into half (laughs) of these shows? (laughs) Are we going to even be able to get this kid into half the shows? And then I'm thinking, you know, like how, (laughs) how brutal, how fucking... You know, insanely brutal can a 16-year-old really be? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But this dude was like, dude, I'm telling you, just trust me. Mm -hmm. You got to just have him over one time. And I I swear to you, he's going to be your guy, you know? (laughs) And I was like, bring him over, dude. (laughs) And so I programmed the drums. So our drummer is gone, but we already wrote like a a few songs with him. Okay. And Rick didn't have every drum, uh, every uh, song down on drums yet, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I programmed some stuff. Yeah. Um, and I wanted Rick to be like a part of like l- being able to listen to this vocalist and like put his, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. opinion. I wanted his opinion. I didn't want him to just be behind the kit, right. you know, and not being focused on what this vocalist sounds like. You yeah, know? yeah. So I programmed the drums for like two or three songs that, um, you know, me and the other guitarist and the bass player could just play along to play those programmed drums out of the PA and let that. Let's see what this little dude's got. (laughs) And dude, he fucking killed it. He's absolutely brutal. You heard the vocals in Needlework. Oh, yeah. Um, And he was 16 years old when he tracked those vocals. You know, maybe he, I think maybe he had just turned 17 because I think his birthday is in March. So may have just turned 17. But either way, Uh this little shit is brutal. (laughs) And and honestly, I was just so happy because now I've got Rick. Now I've got little Nick. He's like my little brother. He's still my little brother today. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and, uh, that's where I wish I had the band the whole entire time. No yeah. disrespect to anybody else. Oh. Everybody else is absolutely great musicians. Everybody that was in a Texas funeral, it all for came sure, together. you know, but that, that core right there, me, Nick and Rick, yeah, dude, you know, and, and no offense to the bass player and the other guitar player. They just weren't as in, involved in, the, uh-huh. in there. Like in, and yeah. in those recordings, they're on them. Yeah. But me, Rick and Nick were putting in the man hours in the studio and and the man hours into a lot of the writing and stuff like that and so that core right there is what really you know 
yep. brought brought these levels up. <laughs> You'll notice when you listen to that EP uh-huh. versus you know the stuff that you just listened to, it, it's absolutely a couple notches up. We kicked it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good times. I ended up laying it to rest in 2009. Um, I think it was like June or July or August 2009. Okay. Um, I just felt like it was time, dude. Like I felt like, you know, we had reached the top and, and even though, well, not like the top, but our, our peak, if you will, I felt like we were there right? and, and it just wasn't going anymore. And I don't know if maybe I was just, just burnt from all the changing and and all that. And, and the lack of touring, you know, like that again, even with this third lineup, like touring really wasn't an option. Okay. You know, uh, me and the vocalist were like, die hard. Let's do this. Yeah. Like me and little Nick, let's <laughs> fucking go, dude. But everybody else, no can do, you yeah. know, and, and that bummed me out. That bummed little Nick out. But to me, that was awesome. Cause now I'm like, now I'm little not alone. Nick. Yeah. Little Nick, he's dude, he's the shit. And, uh, you know, growing up, all the big dudes called me little Al. So, you <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So he's yeah. little Nick. He's <laughs> yeah. like my little brother. I call him that all the time. Yeah. That's um, funny. Yeah, much love to Nick Terrell. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's reached uh, its peak then and yeah, kind yes. of uh, decided to... Just bury it. Yeah. yeah bury it and, and move on. And um, little Nick was like, I've got some shit, you know, that, uh, you know, cooking up that I may get myself involved in. And, and if I can get you a spot, I will. And I was like, fucking be in touch with me. You <laughs> yeah. Because I, wa- I knew I wanted to work with, with Nick, but I knew I wanted to work with rick as well yeah and so i ended up doing both um yeah. i joined a comedy grindcore band a what comedy grindcore <laughs> oh i i thought i heard that right yep. yeah our band comedy. was called giraffe amputation oh shit and we had songs hit songs man such as shit flavored jelly bean uh fingered by the prom queen uh there's no accounting for the taste of assholes um oh, you know songs yeah. like that okay yeah. um very <laughs> very like you ever remember that group of, from Juliet, uh whittle monsters yes yeah <laughs> okay. yeah i don't know i just <laughs> made me think of that. i could see us as like a you know like a you know un- unsuited up version of that <laughs> shout out to felker <laughs> yeah yeah yep alex felker oh uh, you know okay yep. yeah you know him yes yeah, yeah. um good dude so yeah, giraffe amputation. And that was oddly enough. So like I told you before I got little Nick, I was begging Brian, uh, vocalist from contraption seven to join a Texas funeral. Yeah. And he was dude, he was straight up honest with me. He was yeah. like, dude, you guys are like awesome. But it's like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the, the songs on the first ATF EP, like yeah. that's what he was going off of. And they're more mainstream metal, okay. you know? And he yeah. just wasn't into that. He was more like, you know, like, you know, Glass Jaw, uh-huh. Blood Brothers, you know, mm-hmm. like things like that, you know, like that kind of just like messy, raw fucking, you know, yeah. he liked shit like that. Yeah. And um, I think our, our metal, it was just too clean, cleaned up for him. Okay. You know? yeah. But he was just honest with me and, yeah. and I totally appreciated that. But he ended up hitting me up saying, hey, me and my, uh, you know, my girlfriend, it, again, it's his wife now, me and my girl are starting this band, uh, you know, and we want you to join. And, um, you know, we need a drummer. Do you know any drummers? And I'm like, I do. You know, <laughs> uh, me and Rick ended up moving in together when he joined a Texas funeral. We just, dude, we hit it off. We were working together on the band every single day. And it was to a point like, 
well, you know, you have your shit together. I have my shit together. Like, <laughs> why don't we just move in together? We could probably work on music every single night, you know, yeah. just in the house or in the apartment. And, yeah. And that's what we did. And it, and it worked. So I brought Rick in and then um, uh, they brought in a bass player and boom, we had a, a comedy hardcore, a comedy grindcore oh, band yeah. okay. um, called Giraffe Amputation. <laughs> and um, yeah. Yeah. Most of our songs were only about like 20 seconds to a minute long. Oh, okay. So, you know, like we, you know, we had like a, a shitload of songs <laughs> yeah. because they're just so short and easy, you know? Yeah. I think one song is like three minutes and 10 seconds. Like it's semi-normal <laughs> Is that up anywhere? Like, yeah. Um, uh, actually, I've been wanting to mention this. All this music I'm talking about, yeah. um, I, I've got like seven EPs, four albums, you know, throughout like 10 or 12 or so different bands I was in. It's at Alex Uridel dot alexuridel.bandcamp.com super easy to get to this is super cheesy but you could probably even just google alex uridel and i believe the bandcamp is the first thing that will pop up yeah Yeah, so it's even an easier way to find it Uh (laughs) (laughs) and yes it was easy if you go to bandcamp and check out alex uridel you could find giraffe amputation and that's what we're going to listen to right now this track is the first one on there and it's called shit flavored jelly bean check it out now So the next day, he goes back to complain, and the woman says, Hey, it was only $5. What did you expect? Lobster?
But yeah, so giraffe amputation. We played some shows. <laughs> That's a great name. I'm, I'm going to have to look that up for sure. <laughs> the music is hilarious. Uh, yeah. The drummer, Rick, he's like an office fanatic. Yeah. And he was slapping these these office samples just oh, all yeah. in there randomly. And, yeah. you know, Brian's talking about, you know, the most asinine shit. And and it's so funny. It's yeah. just so funny. Honestly, you can't understand a single word that he says. I only know certain things, you know, because he'd, I'd be like, dude, what are you saying there? And he'd tell me, and I'd be like, are you fucking serious? That's what you're saying? Oh, man. But, yeah, when you're listening to it, it's, you know, pure, pure screaming gibberish. You can't hear nothing. But yeah. his vocals are great, dude. I mean, I absolutely love them. They're, they're super just... Like he doesn't throw any distortion on it, but it it sounds like they're super distorted. Yeah. But he would just he would go handheld when he would record, and he would sometimes he would literally shove the mic into his mouth as oh. he was doing like an insanely high pitched <laughs> scream. He would shove the whole face of the mic like into his so it's hitting his throat as he's going ah, you know, and it's just like he would do that live too, and it would crack me up. Oh, shit. But uh. But he would do that on recordings. So certain things sound like super dirty, distorted. And that's uh -huh. because he's shoving the mic into his mouth. Or he's just copying it and just yeah. literally cramming it into his face yeah, so hard, yeah. you know, that it, it just gets this natural distortion. Oh, you know? wow. But it sounded wicked. Yeah. You know, it yeah. sounded really wicked. Uh-huh. You wouldn't know it unless you're being told. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what he's doing. So but, how long hit, uh, did that go for? That only went for about a year. Um uh, Rick unfortunately came to us. He's moving to California for work. Oh, okay. You know, so now I've lost some of you to another band. I've lost <laughs> some of you to college. I've lost some of you to a job. Yeah, I'm just steady losing people. Um, and honestly, <laughs> yeah, like life happens, dude, yeah. big time, man. Yeah. And I was losing my best friend too. Yeah. You know, we lived together. Like, he's oh my yeah, fucking yeah. homie, man. <laughs> yeah, and you I'm guys losing. We're living together. Yeah, we're oh. living together. We're jamming in bands together. We're yeah. partying together. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. Right. He's my—he's literally my best friend, dude, and yeah. he still is today. Um, yeah. I got his back forever. Shout out, Rick. Rick Siegfried, <laughs> man, fuck yeah. Um, but uh, he was moving to California, um, and honestly, like d giraffe amputation just wasn't the same. <laughs> <laughs> just hearing that shit day. is serious. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is serious stuff here. Yeah. So giraffe amputation, our hit single shit flavored jelly bean. No. Oh shit, man. I'm gonna have to blast that. Yeah. Um he he moved to California and you know, we ended up getting a new drummer. The dude, man, gave it all he had. He's a metal drummer, and it just wasn't a fit for him, you know, but he was just being a team player and just giving it all he had for us for us to be able to just continue playing shows and shit like that. Yeah. And um you know, everybody just kind of slowly fell out because it just wasn't the same energy anymore, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, that just kind of fizzled out. And, um, and at the same time I was doing all that, I had reconnected with, uh, Dennis Rack, the vocalist from Red River back in the day. Okay. And, um, we started a band together. It's actually weird how that happened. So he, uh, I was, I was at a bar one night and somebody was like, hey, what's up? What are you doing musically? You know, and I'm like, yeah. well, I'm in this comedy grind corporate, <laughs> you know, but I'm down to do something else, you know, because I knew like that was just going to be like a fun little thing. You yeah, know, we recorded yeah. an album. It's called um, uh, Back Off, Man, You're Standing on My Dick. <laughs> and um, there's everything think, about this band <laughs> makes me giggle. <laughs> 
the names. It was the, so fun. Oh, we were total pricks on stage too, yeah, dude. Like yeah. we, I would purposely knock over people's beers. Oh, we shit. would we would run into each other. Um, you know, I, I mean, Brian would literally come up to me, and and it was funny because back in the day, Brian wasn't a big drinker, but all of a sudden. I'm like, I'm starting to chill out because I was a big drinker back in the day. And, yeah. you know, now 2009, I was starting to kind of try to chill out a little bit here. <laughs> and Brian's like, he'd come up to me like an hour before I set and be like, dude, Al, let's get drunk and act like assholes. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Shots. You know, okay. Rumplements, dude. And shots. Bust out that rumplements. Oh, God. <laughs> and man, uh, and that's exactly what we do, dude. Um, yeah. He would usually fall into the drum kit mid-set, you know, oh, and fuck yeah. up the drums and <laughs> fuck up the whole song and then the drummer's got to reset back up or, oh. or whatever, you know, running into each other, accidentally knocking somebody down, you know. Yeah. Um, you didn't do it on purpose. We were just all over the place swinging the guitars, you know, right, just right. total, just acting like assholes is exactly what we did. <laughs> um, but it was fun, dude. And and I don't think it bothered anybody. You know, yeah. I think people enjoyed watching it because it, I think the whole thing was a mess, you know, like <laughs> we were using a bunch of odd time signatures and, yeah. and Rick was just blasting over fucking everything. A clean part would come on and Rick would be <laughs> blasting <laughs> behind it. Yes. And, yeah. and, it was just lunacy the whole time anyways. And I think people just, I mean, who doesn't love that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The songs were short, so it's not like they're standing there for five and a half minutes while, you know, at least yeah. at least we'd give them a 30-second break, <laughs> you know, before all the bullshit. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But it was a fun time, dude. That was like a pure fun band. And, uh -huh. um, you know, nothing. It was like the only band I'd been in that I didn't take seriously at all. You know what I mean? It was just pure <laughs> fucking fun. Yeah. And that's it. And uh, okay. so now on, on the other side of that coin, I had reconnected with Dennis. I was in a bar one night and somebody came up to me and said, they asked me what I was doing musically. Yeah. And I was like, I'm down to do something, you know, like, and they were like, oh, I, I'm in this band with uh, Dennis from Red River. And I was like, really? You know, uh, and De Dennis and I go back, you know, from Dead Man Holiday to, you know, uh, even the Red River days, even though. Um, you know, I remember him obviously back then, but Dennis admits he always has that he doesn't remember me. Yeah. You know? But he was uh. like, dude, I was fucked up in those days, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, but uh, we really got to know each other in like 2004, 2005 when he was in Dead Man Holiday. Us and Numb played a lot of shows together. And um, that, that was a lot of fun times too, playing shows with those guys. Um, do you remember Dead Man Holiday? Uh, I'm not too no? familiar with that. Okay. No. They were really cool, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even know how to describe them, but they were kind of a spinoff of Red River. You okay. know, if you're familiar with any of the Red R River back in the day, but, yeah. you know, very animated, very, you know, lots of colors and makeup and, you know, yeah. all that stuff. And it was kind of new metal-ish. Okay. You know, they're falling yeah. into that category. Yeah. Um, man, they were fucking running the Metro back then. You know, they draw a thousand fucking people in there. Uh -huh. You know, they were killing it back then. Yeah. Um, but I ended up making friends with Dennis and, uh, in like 2004 when I was in numb. So when this dude told me he was starting a band with them, I was like, no shit. I haven't even heard from anything from Dennis since like 2005 when dead man holiday called it quits. He just disappeared. So it had been like four years and I was like, man, he was like a really good fucking vocalist, man. Like really entertaining. I would like to link up with him, you know? And I remember like asking, do you, do you guys have a band name? And he's like, yeah, Dennis came up with a band name. It's called the Gingerbread Massacre. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, 
that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> you know, like thinking like Red River, Dead Man Holiday, yeah. the Gingerbread Massacre. I feel like it falls right in line, you know? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's actually a pretty cool fucking name. And, uh, and I was like, you know, I was like, dude, I, I might be in right away. My brain starts fucking rolling. And I'm yeah. like, I, I think I might be in two really two bands with two really weird <laughs> names. <laughs> the yeah. Giraffe Amputation and the Gingerbread Massacre. Yeah. But yeah, so we ended up starting a band and um, honestly, it, it was a flop, dude. Like, the members we were working with weren't cutting it. Yeah. And and him and I were just on a different level, man. And, oh, okay. And we were wanting to do things a certain way. Yeah. I was starting to get picky within what I was doing. He's at an age where he definitely was as well. Were you uh, playing guitar at that time? Yeah. Time? yeah okay. Yep. Yeah. And um, we just wanted to do it a certain way. And anytime we heard something lacking somewhere, we called it out and, yeah. and people weren't happy about that. Oh, and okay. we just, we I was at a point in time where I just didn't care. Like, I was just like, I need a group that like, I don't need to be looking over, making sure you're all good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. not to say, I, you know, there's only a few people in my past that were like that. Most of the musicians I worked with were all killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just didn't want to be worrying about anything anymore. And, uh. So we got rid of everybody and we just took off with the two of us and we found a, a, three more people, brought them in. We worked that out for about six months. It didn't work out anymore. We let them go. Yeah. Um, now by this time, I'm, this is where I run into Demolisher. Okay. Like band like number eight or nine or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick Terrell calls me up. Um, you know, giraffe amputation had just ended and I was... <laughs> Just that name, man. <laughs> Every time it's kicking the nuts. <laughs> oh shit! I'm dying. <laughs> okay, All right, chill. Let me chill. Uh, yeah. So, um, we'll we'll call him GA. GA just just took a rest. Okay. And um and and I'm over here fussing with the gingerbread massacre now. And little Nick hits me up and he's like, dude. I joined this band called Demolisher. Uh huh. Um, we've got a tour coming up. We need a second guitar player really bad. Oh, okay. Come by. You know, when I was like, I'm fucking down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this is the fucking what I've been waiting for. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. or trying to make what I've been trying to make happen on my own. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I've been fussing all these years with at this point. Yeah. Or at least so it, it felt, you know. Little Nick coming through. Little Nick coming through, <laughs> man, looking out yeah. for his fucking big brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you got there. Um, so I told him, I'm like, when are we going to meet up? And he's like, let me, uh, let me find out. I'll, I'll get back to you. And he calls me right back like five minutes later. And he's like, hey, uh, what's your email? They're going to email you a song and they want you to record you doing a playthrough. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I've fucking never done this. I, I have a GoPro. <laughs> I make this happen? All right, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, send it through. Here's my email, blah, blah, blah. Okay. He sends it through to me. Um, and this shit is tuned low. Like, this yeah. shit is down-tempo fucking, you know, beat-down oh. hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. It was heavy, dude. Yeah. I really liked it. The tempos were super slow. Yeah. You know, like super slow, like sludgy slow. But, man, like, it, I don't know. They were just really slow, heavy songs, man. And yeah. I was fucking into it. I was like, this is cool. I want to do this. Um, I, I uh, hit metal, Nick death back. Metal, death metal. Uh, I would say, you know, like down tempo, uh, you know, beat down yeah. type hardcore. Oh, you okay. Know? Yeah. Right. I mean, dude, the tempos were slow, man. Um, yeah. 
the the album is called Recognition that we ended up dropping, by the way, on Century Media Records. Oh yeah, um, it's on YouTube. Um, it's on Spotify. Okay, Demolishers Recognition. Check it out on Spotify. Actually, yep. Get that band the views. Uh, that band hasn't been a band in quite a few years, and they still have like six thousand monthly listeners. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh dude. nice. Check it out. Just this tiny little band <laughs> from North Aurora, oh, Illinois. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And man, that they've really made a name for themselves. I can't take credit for any of it because, you know, I just that was the first time I was technically like a hired gun, like just playing my fucking part yeah. and making them happy with, you know, what I'm putting in. You uh-huh. know? And uh-huh. basically not giving not only not giving them any problems, but you know, I I was trying to help them like move the group forward as yeah. well. You know, yeah. I felt like I had some experience and they were young and, but they were still really smart and knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, you know, I felt like there were areas where like, you know, where I'm not overstepping my bounds where like, I felt like I could help, yeah. you know? And when you're a hired gun, dude, there's nothing more that they want yeah. for you to just fucking play it how they want you to play it. Yeah. You know, and most people, they just can't do it like that. They have yeah. to do this slide here or they yeah. have to do this bend here. Or, and it's just like, dude, they don't fucking want it. You yeah. know? Like, yeah, so I yeah. think I was really good at just listening to exactly what they wanted, executing on that. And they, they kind of had everything already set. Yes. This they is, were, we need yep, you to play this. We need it like this. Yeah. And, and, um, uh, I'm shouting out everybody today. Dude. Oh, hell. Fuck it. Drop uh, it. Mauricio Ortiz, yeah. uh, guitarist for Demolisher. He worked his ass off on that band. He basically wrote that whole entire album recognition for the most part. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he's a fucking workhorse, really good musician. And um, yeah, so he already had stuff recorded and, and, and things pan left and right that he wanted a certain way. And he wanted it to pan that way live too. You know, yeah, very particular. Yeah. And I'm like that too. So I'm like, I'm going to do exactly what he wants me to do. Right, you know, that's right. what a fucking team player does. Yep. You know, I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, no, I'd rather you do the first, you know, del it, del it, and then I do the second one, del it, del it. You <laughs> yeah, know, like yeah. I'm not going to fuss and play games. I'm going to do exactly what he wants. And they, I know they love that about me. And, um, you know, because they had other, they went through several other rhythm guitarists and obviously it didn't work out for a reason, you know, yeah. and they went through it probably six, if not more. Yeah. Um, and they they landed on me for, you know, stayed on me for a couple of years, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, so I ended up joining. I loved it. We toured all over the fucking place. Um, you know, they recorded the album Recognition. I'm not on it. I'm not on that record, but I highly recommend that you listen to it. Yeah. It is a fucking killer album from start to finish. It's super heavy. Mm-hmm. And... Um, um, Let's see. How'd things go with that? January, uh, we, uh, a contract from Century Media. Well, so let me back up. (laughs) Let me back up here. Um, So in the end of 2010, a contract from Victory Records landed in our laps. Yeah. And, um, you know, I I haven't really read very many deals, but this looked, if, from from just what I was reading and what I was gathering, it seemed like very basic. Just a one album deal, very basic. They wanted to give us something like fifteen hundred dollars for a music video. Very cheap, very, you know. I feel like it's like the smallest package you could possibly get offered to you from a record label. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. From what I was reading, that's what I was gathering, <laughs> and I'm like, well, shit, like we don't need any of this fronted to us. Like we can just do this all ourselves, you know, like not trying to push anybody away but like 
why do we even need to take your money? How about we do it ourselves? We give it to you and you push it. You yeah. know what I mean? But <clears throat> I don't want to get into too many details. <laughs> but anyway, so we, we had an appointment set with them. We went and we performed for them. They heard our album. We performed for them live so they could see what we, what we yeah. were like. Victory? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and they put a deal on the table. And we didn't say no to it right away. Um, we were trying to work out other options, yeah. basically. Because okay. I, I thought it was super stupid. To, to They wanted to do a bunch of merch for us that we yeah. were going to And We can do that ourselves. You yeah. know what I mean? Like... We don't, well, I think that's how they get you. Though. Yes, like, we <laughs> don't need all your money. And then yeah. you're going to sit here and put us on a fucking payment plan. Like We yeah. don't need it. Right. We, have, we have things of our own. We have merch of our own. It doesn't have to be merch like, like this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like right. They wanted everything a certain way. Yeah. You know? um, and, and then um, we weren't liking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and then all of a sudden our manager put a contract on the table from Century Media. He used to work for Century Media. Okay. A gentleman named Stacy Buchanan. Uh-huh. I can't even believe I just dropped that. <laughs> um, but he was Demolisher's manager and and he got us, you know, he was dropping our name over there like a motherfucker because yeah. he was thinking, I think I can get them a better deal over here yeah. than I can over here with Victory. Victory, yep. Um, so he got a deal from Century Media on the table, slightly better not much different. Still wanting to give us a bunch of money that we don't need. Yeah. We already recorded our album on our own. You yeah. know, it, it's done. Yeah. But they're like demanding we take this money for the album and spend it on an album, and pay them back. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you just say yeah to that? It's already done. You know. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so there was. So was the art, mon- money that they were offering you? It wasn't crazy. It wasn't crazy. But I'm saying though, like. It were was you, four things for the band. Were you going to end up paying them more than what they gave you? Kind of? Yes. Yes. Okay. Of course, there's uh, you so know, I'm, finance I'm think, charges. Yeah. So I'm yeah. thinking that's why. You're basically, in a sense, financing it from them. And, and yeah, yeah, there's a whole APR okay. percentage yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yes. Points and you know, yes. all that kind of crap. Yes. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, but. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I think they all knew that none of us had been involved with any deals in the past. I think yeah. they were just like. Yeah. Well, you know, we know their manager, like, fuck it. Let's just throw this deal at him and, and yeah. give him a shot. You know, what do we got to lose? Yeah. You know what I mean? So for them, gonna, it was They like were going to get their money nothing. back no matter right. what. Right. For them, it's nothing <laughs> if you guys for us. It. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, wait a minute. You yeah. know, like, we already have 10 fucking t-shirt designs. Yeah. Why does your team need to make us, you yeah. know, six designs that we must fucking pay for? So we can charge right. you. <laughs> Why must our albums already recorded? Why must we re- we record it again yeah. at a different studio using your money? Yeah. The album sounds killer. Right. You know, like there's no denying that. So, and they never even, it's not like they said quality was the issue. They just wanted it done with their team right, and their, right. money and their money and so forth. Yeah. <laughs> so we could charge you <laughs> right. back more for it. Right. So we came up with an agreement that, um, they got to take the album at how it is. Yeah. You know, we're not recording it again. It's all the artwork's done. Everything's done except the duplication, right. you know, like right. so, distribution. Yeah. And, distribution, yeah. duplication, all yeah. that. Um, you know, so that's got to come off the fucking table, yeah. you know, we'll take the music video money, you yeah. know, we'll, um, not, we're not doing what was either six or eight shirt designs. We're, we're doing a couple, you yeah, know, yeah. that's it because they are, the band already had a bunch of their own t-shirts that they owe fucking money on. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they did a few, 
uh, they did uh, stage banners for us. Okay. You know, big yeah. ones uh, yeah. with the album cover on it. You know, yeah. um, uh, you know, they they did a yeah. few things for us that uh -huh. that the band had the to cover. You know, right. Um, and they were supposed to help us with our tour schedule and stuff like that. We signed the deal with them. Okay. Um, it was Century Media. Century Media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that was. Uh, I think they released the statement in like mid January, 2011, something like that, you know, okay. that we had signed the deal with them. And, um, and we had already booked our own tour and, um, they were stoked about that cause they didn't have to do anything, yeah. you know, like, Oh sweet. They got their own fucking tour booked, you know, like, well, we ain't got to look for a place for them, you know? And then our job's easy. The next one, you know, we, we kind of were sitting around and it's like, okay, like, are they going to throw us on something? So we're nagging our manager, like, yo, like, yeah. uh, get up their ass. You uh -huh. know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, he's coming back with, oh, they're busy with so-and-so right now. Uh, and they're busy with so-and-so right now. Push, but, pushing other bands. And, right, yeah. right. And uh, so we ended up booking our own tour again. And I just, I felt like, I, I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just really don't understand why... <laughs> I even signed, you know, wh why we did this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. we're still doing everything on our own, you know? Yeah. And we're waiting and waiting and waiting on a release date for the album. Oh, shit. You know, like, yeah. and, and just nobody knew what was going on. That's all like the, the low key behind the scenes shit. I don't yeah. even know if I should have said any of that, but I just don't care. Um, <laughs> I can add in what you need. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It's all facts, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, anyways. It, in a sense, it, it kind of ruined the group for a little while there, yeah, you know, and yeah. it was to a point where, you know, we were still booking our own tours. And even though we were doing it ourselves, we, we were filling out our schedule big time. And, you know, um, I work a full time fucking job as well <laughs> on top of all this shit, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, um, I've been with the, the company I work with for 21 years now, almost oh, 22 shit. years. So yeah. literally the, the entire time that I've been for the most part, doing this music stuff, uh -huh. I've held down a full-time job oh, wow. as well. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm just very fortunate that, you know, they let me leave and they yeah. let me get this time off and things uh -huh. and be able to just come back a month and a half later, yeah. you know, um, nowadays, not so much, dude, <laughs> and it ain't happening no more. Um, but that's, that's what I ran into in 2011. There was the tour schedule just got too hefty for me and, and I became so much of an asset at work now yeah. where they, you know, like he would be like, okay, you can go for three weeks here, but I need you for the next month and a half, yeah. you know, here. Uh -huh. And then I'd be like, oh, well, shit. fuck, <laughs> I can only give you like three weeks. I got to be gone for three weeks. I can give you three weeks, but then I'm going to be gone for a month. You know, yeah. it's like, no dude. And, and we were going, yeah. and then he just like, let me know, like, dude, it, it sucked how it happened. He let me know. Like, yo, like you're going to have to choose one or the other, you know? And then I'm talking to the band dudes because I'm like, all right, this tour, I can hit this show, this show, this show, this show, this show. Yeah. I can't make it to Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't make it to Georgia. Yeah. I'll meet you guys in Virginia though. <laughs> you know, I would <laughs> yeah. make dudes strides. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, it got to a point where I wasn't able to uh, travel with them in the van. Yeah. I'd take my car and my, uh, my gear in my own car and I would hit, you know, all the close shit with them. And, but then even some of the far stuff, I went as far as like Brandenburg, Kentucky and, and stuff like that, like six, eight hours away. Yeah. Um, but then once they started getting, you know, past Tennessee, like more like Georgia, Florida, those States, yeah. I, I couldn't make that and get back in time. You know, yeah. I can get back, I can play a show on a Tuesday night and leave at midnight and get back for work at eight in the morning. Literally I'd be driving straight from work to the job 
or you know straight from uh stage yeah. to the job oh, wow. but, but i did that a lot you know uh <laughs> even in 2004 i had to do that stuff um but it got to a point where i, I couldn't handle it anymore and and they were bummed that i was having to miss like you know a, a chunk of the tour here a chunk of a tour there yeah you know and um i, I even i missed florida georgia and like South Carolina, generally those states I missed on two different tours. But I even, not the first time I met up with them uh, back in Columbus, Ohio, the second time I met back up with them in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And that was like a fucking 12 and a half hour drive <laughs> just for me to meet back up with them and, and hop back on the tour for, you know, four or five more days. And then I got to get back for work again, uh-huh. you know? So it just became such a struggle where I had my boss telling me one day, like, dude, you're going to have to choose, man, yeah. eventually here. And then, you know, uh, Maudie and Matt from Demolisher saying, man, we love you to pieces, dude, but you're going to have to choose, dude. Yeah, you both know? of them are telling you. Right. And like, I was making money over here, you know, with my for real career. Yeah. And I wasn't making money traveling, you yeah. know, doing the music stuff. Um, you know, thankfully, I had the money to do it to yeah. travel because I was working, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but you know, all those guys are 10 years younger than me. They still lived with their parents and shit at the time. You know, I had my own place, yeah. fuck car payment, you yeah, know, all the right. fucking utilities, all that shit. So I couldn't just yeah. say, f- I wanted to say fuck it so bad. <laughs> um, but I just couldn't. So I had to leave the group. Yeah. Uh, and that was in, um, Oh, like late 2011, early through 2012. So like a year with, within a year of signing that deal, with Century, and and thankfully it was just by me quitting. I my uh, contract was null and void, uh, null and void, just done for. So okay. um, they've never contacted me for anything ever. Yeah, which yeah. is great. Um, unfortunately for the guys, they shelved the record. Uh, they never put it out for them. Um, they they fucked them up, dude. They yeah. fucked them over, and they basically just took ownership of everything that they've created yeah. and, and told them that they can't touch it anymore. Oh, wow. Um, so the band basically just went down in the dirt and then, uh, Marty, uh, or Mauricio, uh, he just said, fuck it and started it again. Yeah. He's like, I don't care if they come after me, whatever they can fuck off. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he wrote a new album called violent society. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a killer fucking album, dude. And, and I think he just did that to, to just be like, fuck you. I can do this if I want to, yeah. you know, like. Is I, it under the name Demolisher? Yes. Or? Oh, yep. yeah. So you can hear Recognition um, and Violent Society on Spotify. And they're okay. both killer fucking albums, man. Yeah. Um, but rest in peace to Demolisher, <laughs> dude. That was killer times. Yeah. Some of the, some of the funnest that yeah. I've had in a band. Mm-hmm. And uh, and little Nick is one brutal fucking vocalist, man. <laughs> Shout little out Nick. Adam Oceano, man, for doing FEFC with that band. Oh, too. okay, yeah, um, Adam, because oh, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, and uh, you know he was even the vocalist for Demolisher for a short time there. Okay, um, he yeah, stepped I'm tra- in. Uh, he's gonna come up on the show. Oh, uh, awesome! Hell yeah. Too. yeah, hell yeah! When he comes through, tell him I said hey. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. You can just tell him on the side, of course. <laughs> you know. um, but yeah. Uh, shout out Adam Warren. He he did a, two or three really awesome songs for Demolisher as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't in the band at the time, but I was a huge fan always of yeah. Demolisher, whether I was in the group or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, killer. Cool. So that ends Demolisher, man. Yeah. Am I going way over time? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're uh, we're hour and a half. I don't know something up Damn. there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we could kind of wrap it up with what you're doing. Uh, 
you know, right yeah. now then. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, I'm just going to shout out The Streets real quick. It's another band I started after Demolisher. We did an album. Okay. And it's an awesome album. I actually. I brought the album for you here. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, dude, I can't. I'm so bad. I don't even remember the name of it. It's called "The Struggle, of The Unseen." Okay. Um, it it's a really good album, man. It's yeah. like a like an alternative post-hardcore album. You know, it's got some clean shit, but it, it's got some messy, loud shit in there too. Okay. It's really awesome. Nice. Um, so shout out all the guys that were in the streets and uh, you know helped me play those songs live and. You know, I put a shitload of work in the writing, all those songs, oh, all the drums, all the, ba- uh, you know, all the bass, all Nick the guitars. Nativo? Nick uh, Nativo produced oh, yeah. it with me, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, the me, Nook. Me and, yeah, shout out Nick at the Nook, dude. Yeah. I've been working with him on music for uh, probably 12 years now. We've we've done a lot of albums together. Okay, yeah. He's an awesome dude. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, me, him, and Anthony Lilja produced that, that record together, and, and nice. that's a killer one. Nice. Um, and then real quick here, I'll move on to, uh, the next little gift I brought you. Yeah. Oh shit. So I produced this record with Nick as well. Uh, this is a Red River EP. So I ended up, uh, uh, Red River was banging from like 99 to 2003. And, uh, um, when I met Dennis and everything and they reunited in 2015 and, um, they needed another guitar player. So they asked me to be a part of it. And, uh, and so I did, and we did that EP, although they wrote all those songs, I added some, uh, additional guitars. Okay. I helped mix and produce it with, alongside Dennis Rack and Nick Nativo. Okay. Excuse yeah. me. Um, really but, good fucking little EP right there, man. That one's cool. Um, so at that time you were producing and, and yeah, learning that yeah. stuff. Too. I got much more into that at the yeah. same time, you know, um, like for my own stuff, like all the street stuff, I, I wrote all those drums, all the bass, all the guitars, um, you know, and then I found people that were just down to just do it the way I wanted, you know. Okay. Like, yeah. I know that's very selfish. It no, sounds it's, fucking terrible. <laughs> it's what you want to do, man. It's but you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was just at a point in time in my life where I'm just, I'm not down to fucking dick around, you know, yeah. or like deal with anything i I just want to if i'm going to do something i just want to keep it moving forward you know i don't want to stop at all you know yeah um but yeah so red river i joined in 2015 um and uh we did that ep there and then a second ep that's on my band camp called reality okay um that is just complete fucking asinine it's completely asinine you got to check it out very heavy songs and dennis just loses his shit for sure in those songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up quitting Red River in 2018. Um, I just wanted to do my own shit. You right. know, um, I just don't, I don't want to play out anymore. Yeah. You know, it, right. it sucks because I love it, but I don't want to play out anymore. Um, I'd rather just, you know, if there's any bands out there that are struggling with their recordings, yeah. if there's any young bands out there or, or if there's any older bands out there, uh-huh. it doesn't matter if it's rock, uh, you know, Rap, rock, metal, death metal, grindcore, fucking yeah. post-hardcore. It doesn't matter. Right. If you're having any struggles with your tracks, hit me up. Oh, yeah. I am down to work with you, and I am down to, you know, because that's what I always wanted. I never had anybody that would be like, oh, man, like, um, I see the potential in your recordings, but they kind of sound like ass. Why don't you shoot me over <laughs> some tracks, man? Yeah, and, yeah, You yeah. know, and, like, let me teach you a thing or two, you know? And uh-huh. I feel like now that I'm fairly knowledge on on you know mixing and producing and stuff like that and mastering yeah. Yeah. you know i would love to help 
you know, it's hard to find these fucking people. <laughs> but I know there's fucking bands out there and young bands and and even bands, you know, in our age group yep. that may be still dealing with that, you know, yeah. and, and I would love to help you out. So anybody yeah. checking this out that, that wants help. I'm yeah, I've seen you on uh, Instagram doing like stuff for uh, I Bet and... Uh, yeah, that I did... Uh, um, screaming tracks and... Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I just kind of did that uh, yeah. because... I, I, I was hearing stuff. Yeah. You know what right, I mean? Right. And, uh, uh, Maurice, he's a really good rapper, man. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just so good. <laughs> and he's got like this, this like funky old school. I, I don't know what to call it, but it's like a super early, uh, nineties, maybe even like a late eighties, like vibe. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And he does it within his voice. He does it in that song alpha status, dude. And it uh. just, it feels like people rapping, you know, out on the corner and somebody hitting the bottom of a bucket. You know, yeah, it, it yeah. like reminds me of shit like that. Yeah. And it's like, that's fucking cool. Um, Probably what he grew up listening to. and <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and even his rap stuff, that's like super old school beats. It, it's really cool. Like yeah. reminds me of, oh, man, I don't even know what to get into with that. But <laughs> some of the beats remind me of like old Wu-Tang. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, thirty-six chambers and shit like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. But um, um, yeah, I I did some screams. I heard one of their songs, and I was like, dude, this song is fucking cool. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I'm hearing some spots where I, I could probably just do some screams, you know? Yeah. And I didn't mean to like disrespect the track, or but no. thankfully they didn't take it like that at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I know Mike Robs, and I know Jig. Uh, I shouldn't even call him that. That's his like old school nickname from the early two thousands, uh, Jiggy Jeff. But <laughs> Jeff Edwards, he's the drummer, and um. I didn't think I'd disrespect anybody, you know what I mean? It was literally yeah. just for fun. Right. And um, I put some screams on it, and I think they sound fucking great. Yeah. yeah. And I think all the guys in the band generally enjoyed it. I, uh -huh. I really do. Yeah. I, I think the majority of them reached out to me and told me that they thought it was really good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to be honest, dude, you know, if I could be honest, I, I just said five minutes ago here that I don't want to play <laughs> live out in a band anymore. <laughs> But, but you know, <laughs> dudes, yeah. I mean, two vocalists are a little overdone these days, right? Let's do three. <laughs> Let's do some fucking gang shit and do three vocalists and fucking. You're Adele. And let's put it down these people's fucking throats. Alex, you're Adele. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just playing though. No, yeah. uh, shout out I bet they are a super yeah, great yeah. band, dude. Yeah, like um, they I do said, have I'm a second vocalist now, at, and he does a great job. You know, um, you know, adding screams and stuff to the group, and and they added Mike Robs to the group, and he's an awesome guitar player. So that band has got some cool shit going on. I'm super happy for him. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait to hear more by them for sure. Um, so lastly, man, <laughs> I know I'm yapping a lot. Oh, no, that's the word. Um, so uh, in 2020, I dropped an EP called Lifer. It was my first solo mm -hmm. EP. Okay. Um, again, all this music is on alexuridel.bandcamp.com. And it's uh, all you doing everything? I did all the music, and I wanted... So originally, I thought maybe I should just do vocals on all these songs, but then I just decided... What I, what I think I want to do is I still wanted to involve some other people okay. and some other friends. And so I did all the music and I chose uh, three friends, uh -huh. uh, you know, three different friends of mine that I wanted to you know, Work do with. vocals yeah. with, on, the, on the tracks. Yeah. So Anthony Lilja from NUM, you know, first vocalist for A Texas Funeral. He's also the vocalist for The Streets okay. on that album there. 
I asked him to uh, do vocals on a track. Um, my buddy T.Y., he's a, a rap a rapper from uh, downtown Aurora. Yeah. And um, I asked him to hop on a track. He Which was we'll really listen to here at the end here. Yes. Um, and then uh, uh, I hit up my buddy Adam Ramey to do a track. He's in a really good band called Dropout Kings. Okay. And they are just super popping off right now. They're touring their asses off nonstop. Yeah. But did you, you play with them too, like live somewhere or um no, you know, uh he he's always he's such a kind dude, man. Yeah. He's always giving everybody the mic uh-huh. in the crowd. Okay, yeah. And he just put the mic up to my face. Oh and okay. uh and oh, no, I thought there was and like I screamed a, a some video vocals. of them doing a show and you playing with them or something. Maybe oh, no. maybe I just got that you were just maybe I just did some gang vocals with okay. them at a show. Somebody snapped a photo of it, though, and I posted yeah. it on my Instagram because I yeah. just thought it was a cool photo. But, okay. yeah, he just threw the mic in my face, and, and uh, <laughs> I think I shouted, I don't give a fuck at the end of Hakai. Uh, but, yeah, um, so I had Adam on, I had T.Y. on, and I had Anthony on, and yeah. then um, the first and the last track were in ins- instrumental tracks. Yeah. I just wanted to show off a little bit. Okay, yeah. Um, but the first track's an instrumental very hip-hop, uh, you know, influenced. Yeah. And uh, the last track is a very important track, man. It's a rendition of Gone with the Wind by Architects. Yeah. And it is a dedication to Tom Searle. Yeah. Uh, he was the guitarist for Architects. Okay. And he passed away of cancer a few years ago. Yeah. And, you know. They have, like, a lot of members, like, a lot of. Not really, to be honest. Oh, um, really? So they started. A lot of people don't know this about Architects, but they started in 2004, and they're still a band today. And now, if you do the math on this, these these dudes are in their young 30s, very young 30s. Yeah. Right now. Uh huh. <laughs> you know. So if you do the math on that, these dudes started this band when they were 14, 15 years old. Oh shit. Um, they're in their young 30s now. They just dropped their ninth fucking album. I mean, they're total workhorses, man. And they've been literally. I think just about everywhere in the world. Yeah. Um, they're they're absolute fucking legends, and um, yeah. I don't know them. I'm just a diehard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. a fucking diehard. Yeah. Um, nobody can fuck with Architects, man, <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> but yeah, that song um, uh, that goes out to Tom Searle because he's an absolute fucking legend, and uh, you know it sucks that he had to die. Yeah. Um, and so I did a little rendition of their track gone by the wind i'm gone by the wind gone with the wind <laughs> and um and it's really cool i kept it short and sweet and and that's what it is yeah um and then yeah my my last ep which you're gonna play a song from here yeah. is a collab ep by uh by myself and my friend ty um i did all the music he did the the majority of all the vocals uh, he asked me to do some screams on some of the tracks. Yeah. Um, so I did some screams, you know, here and there. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's him vocally. All the rapping is him. Any screams you'll hear is me. Um, but yeah, we did like four or five songs together, an EP called Friction. We were both fed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were both fed up. And uh, yeah, so we titled it Friction and, and we literally just, I mean, I'm, we just bitch about things the yeah. entire time. Yeah. yeah. That's what every, every song is. We're just bitching about shit, 
that we've been sick of dealing with, yeah. whether it was a long time ago or recently. <laughs> and just let it all out, man. Like, I've never really done vocals on an EP or an album before. I've done little back vocals, but this was the first time, you know, I did a few bars here, a few bars there. So I was like, man, I, I can, like, kind of, like, say, let loose. <laughs> I could say fuck off if I want to. You know? I could, like, tell people to fuck off if I want oh, yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun, you know. So, yeah, yeah we did that EP. Um, and I, I believe that's the the other track that we have here coming up. Yeah, coming up. We can yeah. end it on that. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I yapped so much. Oh, man. no. <laughs> no, this is cool. And uh, yeah. I had a feeling it was going to be a long show. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I've been this, in like this almost This might be my longest one dude. here. Uh, <laughs> well, right. yeah, for people who want to uh, work with you or have you do work for them, uh, where can they check you out then? And, um, you can hit me up. Personally, on my Facebook, on my Instagram, I'm generally on Instagram more. I feel like I get those messages quicker. It's under um, uh, Alex Uridel. Yeah, at Alex Uridel. Pretty much at all of my socials is is Alex Uridel, just my first and my last name. Yeah. And uh, you can find all of my music. There's seven EPs, four albums, and and SoundCloud. Uh, a handful of demos that is actually on Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. Uh, yeah, Alex yeah. Uh, all of it's up there. Some of the newer stuff I've got for sale. Look, I'm I'm trying to get mine. Uh-huh, but a yeah, lot of it's sure. free. You yeah, know, a lot of it's yeah. free. You can download it for free. You just put in zero dollars, zero cents, yeah. and grab it up for free. And and there's uh you know a hundred plus songs that yeah. I've dropped on there. Right. And uh, I think that's about it, man. If if anybody wants to record or or needs help with tracks, hit right. me up. Anything at all. Or know someone who knows that their stuff would be better if someone mm-hmm. looked at it or yes or if you work if with you're it. if you're questioning anything about your recordings feel even if you think it's a dumb question hit me up dude right. i will answer that supposed dumb question <laughs> and we'll get something we cool all got done. dumb questions <laughs> yeah man no questions dumb you know? i just say that because that's what everybody you know <laughs> yeah i don't want people to think like oh well, that's a dumb question i can't hit him up for that and like you know a lot of people feel that way with the internet because you'll just get beat the fuck up you yeah, know on the yeah. internet if you, you know if you're asking dumb questions <laughs> you see it all the time in comments but no. anybody with recording stuff or whatever no questions a dumb question hit me up man hit up alex i am down to help yeah for sure well this has been cool man i got to uh get with you again here and yes, uh, man, learn learn your time. life story here <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> no it's cool There's a lot of bands though dude yeah no that's cool <laughs> yeah to be honest i don't, the only thing i ever wanted when i started was to just be in one band only yeah i got the exact opposite you got like what <laughs> 9 10 11 12 later yes. yeah. yeah it's terrible well i mean you got to uh do different things and uh you know make it different sounds and learn different yeah. stuff from each of them and <laughs> it's absolutely been amazing yeah definitely i i wouldn't change anything yeah most people know. would kill for all of that so yeah. you know yep. you can look at it that way yep definitely all right. Thank you very Alex? much for yeah. having me. Dude. Yeah, dude. Seriously, yeah. this was fun. Yeah. Uh, it was my first podcast, so you just broke my oh, okay. podcast in oh, the fucking cherry. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's most been people great. come on here and say it's their first and they clam up kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I had fun, man, definitely. I knew it was yeah. going to be fun. It, it helps that I know you from the past and I know yeah. that we know a bunch of the same people. Yeah, so. everyone kind of, uh, uh, other than a few bands, uh, mostly everyone I kind of know that I uh, have had on here. Right. Uh, a few. Uh, yeah, a few of the bands, you know, I didn't know, but uh feel like I got to know, so. Yeah, awesome, yeah. man. 
Hell yeah, cool dude. Cool stuff. The show is great, man. I've been checking them oh, out like thanks, crazy. Oh, man. That's, that's it's, awesome. It's awesome, dude. Definitely. That's the best to hear right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to end this with uh, a track. And uh, who's on this one with you? Uh, T.Y. Me and T.Y. Uh, it's on our collab EP, uh, Friction. T.Y. number one. Yes, sir. And this track He's, is called Coming Up. And snaps on it. Check this one out. Crank it, bump it, and hit up Alex if you uh, need to do work with him. Absolutely. All right, man. Later. Chasing money till I had a knot. The grind started from the bottom, headed to the top. Mind gone as a child, there was no one home. I was slow as fuck, Papa was a roller stone. Shit was all about the green, Mama was a queen. Back when I was moving rock, rapping was a dream. Didn't give a fuck as a teen, it was all about the cream. Roses in the gun, had a 30 in the beam. I was moving dope, money made a lot of fiends. Everybody on drugs, drugs worst I ever seen. Rolling through the city, bumping back, keep your head up. Smoking, getting drunk, some days I ain't give a fuck. And he got me stuck like a deer in the head. Try to find a way to get my cash right Couple drugs now sacked up Getting paid, all these plays got me racked up This ain't really shit, this is slice life We can bust the guns, we can fight, fight Oh, a lot of ammo like ramble Busting at your head, make you scramble Bitch, you wanna try and get a sample I'ma turn you into example All this gang got them pissed off Talk about me, I break a nigga jaw Stupid motherfucker, grab the last straw Now the cops looking for the jigsaw you wanna see me locked up, begging for my freedom when there's no such. Trying to hire you the sick fuck that they can't see. I know you done done worse, but you judge me. Ain't no telling what you done for the fame. You scared we gon' find out, play the game. You were low down, dirty ass shame. I supported you, I should've got the same. Kinda lost respect for the whole town. People hate it, but they all clowns. Get their little guns up till they fall down. Got spooked, now you're trying to turn it all around. You know what goes around, coming back around. Hypocrite, time for you to feel what it's like. Monster Production. <laughs>